Well, I can't wait to meet our host. I hear this is only one of his beat parties. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. And away we go. Here we are. Harry Day. Too True to Lie. New episode. It's after midnight. I'm going to uh, play a length of classical music to coincide with today's topic. And I'm going to do it in the fashion of irony because this piece of music, which is actually a collection of peaches, peaches, <laughs> piece of music known as the Carnival of Animals. It is well over a hundred years old. So you'll hear it in the background and we know how my sound system is. It may get really loud and I have to turn it down or it may completely get quiet just like that and then come back. We'll see what it does. Um, it's about a 25 minute piece. I'm sure I'll talk longer than that. I always do. However, I found, now I've done a slang episode before, but it was old American slang. Jimmy. <clears throat> and so I thought I'd do an episode on modern slang. And this slang is millennial slang. Slang of the new generation that has come of age or is coming of age. You know, the uh, information age. What in the world? <laughs> my sound system, man. Y'all forgive me. It could be playing off my phone for all I know. But we have got a lot of words that will have you shook, as it says here, which is ridiculous. But this is the slang that, that you might hear if you're my generation or even younger than me, definitely older than me, and you hear these words or see them online or in text very often, and you don't know what in the world they mean by it because this word means something else in reality. Hopefully I'll be able to help you in bringing these words to your wisdom. So we have several millennial slang words and here we go. Our first word is receipts. And we know what a receipt is, right? Well, in millennial slang, a receipt is the evidence of a person's hypocrisy often found on social media or from text. Hey, I got the receipt on you calling Helen a biatch. Okay, extra means over the top or dramatic behavior. That's not too difficult to understand. Bay, everybody hear bay? You see B-A-E here and there? That's a pet name. I thought it was short for babe. She's my bae. Actually, 
It's a pet name that stands for before anyone else. B-A-E, before anyone else. Here we have Yas, Y-A-A-S, an enthusiastic way of saying yes. That's brilliant. That's, uh, that's the brilliance of our millennials right there. You know it. Low key. Well, that's not millennial. That's low intensity or slight or kind of. AF is an acronym for as. So we don't need to go past that. Turnt, T-U-R-N-T. That's hype for a party. This party's turnt. Or I, I doubt it's I'm going to a turnt. Remember, I'm not a millennial. Mood is used to express something that is relatable. Huh. Mood. I'm mood to that. I don't I don't get that either. I would imagine a lot of this millennial stuff is is just dumb. Don't take offense, but come on. Just use words that actually relate instead of mood. Lit is something that is turned up or popping, as it says here. Sus is when someone is acting suspicious or shady. It's just short for sus. Oh, that man's sus. All right. My mouse is frozen. Salty, acting upset or bitter. My mouse is frozen. Come on, mousy. We are stuck on sus. And the music's stuck too. We might have to just do it without the music. Bruh. Another way of saying seriously. <laughs> we, I bet idiocracy is not in here. And we have reached, and we reached idiocracy in 2009, where the idiots reigned. Somehow there were more idiots than not. I wonder why this stopped playing. I'm trying to get too technical. I'm trying to do too much at once with my computer, and my phone, and my mic, and my speakers. And everything has hit the fan. I'm just going to cut the music. Sorry. Carnival of Animals is no more. It was wishful thinking, right? It was a pipe dream. We were hoping that we could come up with more metaphors. While I wait on the blank screen to come back to my millennial slang words. Because this stuff be broke. There we go. Bruh. Seriously, right? Okay. Woke. I hear woke occasionally. That is, I hate that they give intelligent sounding definitions for what is basically ebonics. Woke, being aware of current affairs. Golly, man. Thirsty is horny. That is a new one to me. Thirsty. So now, if you hear a girl or a woman, excuse me, in the bar talking about being thirsty, she's probably not a woman, she's probably a young lady. She's probably not a lady, she's probably a uh, wannabe hooker. And if she's thirsty, now you know, she's horny. Basic, 
only interested in the mainstream or popular things. That guy's basic. On fleek, fashionable. On fleek. Well, now you know. Clap back, a comeback filled with attitude. Oh, that was a clap back. I would say that's more of a five star, which I learned from my son when he uh, slapped me on my back with his open palm and it left a uh, five finger red mark on my back. Just kind of like I would leave him a five star on his buttocks when he was a little kid getting in trouble because I was a spanker. You don't like it? Tough. Don't raise snowflakes, right? Right. Don't raise millennials. Hunty. H-U-N-T-Y. That's the equivalent of a friend, but said with attitude. So there's the said with attitude thing again. So I guess you like, you grunt this out. Hunty. That's my hunty, yo. <laughs> Humble brag. When someone complains about their life while sneaking in a brag. A humble brag. Yeah. By Felicia. I've heard that a ton from my daughter. Not to me, but just to her. Just say it. That's an expression you use to dismiss someone. By Felicia. Wait a minute. Isn't that from a... That's from a movie. That's from Friday. Isn't that from Friday? Didn't Ice Cube say that? Anyway. Slay. Killing it. Succeeding. That's pre-millennial. Adulting. To act grown up and act responsibly. That would be very millennial. If someone had to have a word for actually acting like a grow up. Grown up. Throwing shade, making a subtle or mean comment about someone. I thought I thought throwing shade was like uh, kind of like eclipsing someone from the scene or from the moment where they're like, you know, they're they're not seen or heard. But apparently, it's just being an asshole. Dead when someone is euphorically happy. Well, that makes sense. Oh, man. I just made an A on my exam. I'm dead. <laughs> Dumb. All right. Swerve. Get out of the way. That's just common. Trolls. Someone who purposely tries to provoke others. That's usually online. Like in chat rooms or on, uh, on uh, message boards or on comment sections of Facebook or whatever. Trolling. For reaction. Ratchet is trashy. Stan is the combination of stalker and fan. So like if someone is a fan of Inya and they stalk Inya, then they're a stan. Inya may it is pre- Millennial, but I was trying to think of something modern, and I don't know any of the modern music names or people. I, I know they're not spelled like normal names in the old phone books. They got Y's where they're supposed to be I's, and I's where they're supposed to be Y's, and silent P's, and all this crazy stuff. Lots of Q's and K's. All right. V is a shortened term for very. Man, I'm V hungry. Well, that's just stupid. Just say very. That's one extra syllable. I'm going to probably name this stupid millennial or dumb millennial slang. 
It's very likely that's what this is going to be named. We'll see. You'll see it before you hear this, if you see the title and before you listen to it. <clears throat> Gosh, I wish I was listening to uh, Carnival of Animals right now. Brian Seal and I used to listen to Carnival of Animals. I taped it off of uh, public radio in college and had it on cassette. And when we would go on our uh, driveabouts, I had a blazer at the time. I took the doors off. I took the roof off. I had a cassette deck. We put it in there. We jam it out. We may or may not have eaten LSD a few times while doing this and driving around the countrysides of uh, the Golden Triangle up outside of Mississippi State, West Point, Columbus. Um, in fact, before the sun went down on one noted moment where we did this and before we put in the tape of uh, a carnival or carnival of the animals, which is a great, it's almost like Peter and the wolf, except it's better. You know, they have, they have one minute and two minute sections of emotional music for an animal that matched. And then they would go through a variety of animals. But remember this was the man who wrote this died in 1920. So he probably wrote it around the turn of the century of last century. So it could be 120 years old. But he and I were, were parked next to this uh, pasture in my blazer waiting for the Lysergic to kick in. And we heard this flame shooting sound in the sky. It was, it was you know, the sun had gone below the trees, but it was still blue sky twilight. And we look at each other, and we're looking around, like, what the heck is that? And we look up out in front of us. I don't know why we parked in the first place. Maybe we're waiting on it to get dark. I have no idea. Um, we were probably drinking beer, too, from John's Grocery. We were out by Tibby. And we suddenly look up and see this giant hot dog. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, you took the Lysergic. And you thought you saw a giant hot dog in the sky. Well, we both saw the giant hot dog in the sky because it was a hot air balloon. And it was a in West Point, north of us, about eight miles, was uh, West Point. And they had the brine meats, meatpacking plant. And they had brine hot dogs. And they had the brine hot dog uh, hot air balloon. And it was landing right in front of us in this field. And so we start looking around, and there are hot, hot air balloons all over the place, landing in that field and other fields. And so we we figure that was a good start for our uh, adventure. And uh, we probably drove over towards Columbus on the back roads, and then we drove up towards West Point. And uh, we might have driven as far as Prairie, where Dog lives. I don't know if Dog's listening to one of my... Uh, podcast yet but dog was the one who introduced us to hopping freight trains brian didn't ride many freight trains with us i don't he went into that but i rode a lot all right back to the millennial uh inanity okay i said v is a shortened form to vary which is s all right gassed when someone has had one too many compliments and is full of themselves 
they're gassed. Well, gassed used to be when you had been so, uh, when you had exerted so much energy in running or playing or surfing or doing whatever you do and you're gassed, you're beat, you're winded. Okay, so beat, here's beat. To have a full face of makeup. <laughs> Who even comes up with these? I wish I wish it would go deeper into it than the ridiculous slang word and then the intelligent sounding definition. They don't go to it just doesn't match. But we're gonna make a episode of this because I don't turn back, I don't erase, I don't start over unless my phone stops. But that's just a hard break. All right. Beat to have a full face of makeup. So some chicks got all the makeup on. Pancake and rouge and lipstick and eyeshadow and eyelashes and eyeliner. And she's beat. It doesn't make any sense at all, does it? Dank. Really cool. Dank. Before millennials was describing some uh, good herb. Ghost. When you completely disappear after hanging out and showing interest in another. Now this happens online or in dating or at parties. I've, I've ghosted, long time ago, I've ghosted some girlfriends that I was ready to not, that I was ready for them to be ex-girlfriends like one time, uh, this girl came to the house I was living in in Bellhaven, and I heard her come in, and she talked in this overwhelmingly, oh gosh, how do you just over-essenced? No, what's the word? Where you just over-embellished Southern accent. And I heard her not talk like that one time, and all the times we hung out. Pretty gal, but was just just stressed this southern accent that was ridiculous and so i hid in my closet when she walked through the house no one else was there and she didn't find me and that's what i wanted to happen i ghosted her shook confused or in utter disbelief as in these (laughs) as in these millennial slang words will leave you shook they will not leave you shook they will leave you Missing a few IQ points. High key, straight up truth. Fam, a group of friends who feels more like family. Eh, yeah, that's kind of been around, but I get it, fam. A mom, mom, the most responsible friend in the group. Stop being a mom. Got it. Um, Savage is petty. It's just upside down world. It's like savage is petty. Savage is like rough. Rough and tough, not petty. But what would you expect from millennials in an upside down thing? They're trying so hard to be different than the generations before them that they they don't even make sense. And so basically millennials, I'm poking a spear through your cloud bubble and it's popping and hissing and fluttering away like a little wilted flower. Shipping, wanting two people to date. (laughs) So if I want two people to date each other, it's called shipping. 
That doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, here's some acronyms. JOMO, Joy of Missing Out. Wow, they got pulled over and went to jail yesterday. I'm JOMO. Hmm, I get it. OTP, One True Pairing. Man, millennials, just stay out of other people's business, man. You want everybody to stay out of your business, stay out of theirs. Trill, true and real, but it's T-R-I-L-L, <laughs> like illin, trillin, dumb. Hundo P, a shortened form of 100%, 100%, hundo P. There's just one syllable difference in there. See, you're trying too hard, millennials. You're trying too hard. Snatched, attractive. It's like they, they, this is like Rorschach, uh, you know, the, when you see the psychiatrist or psychologist take a Rorschach, uh, print and say, what does this remind you of? Snatched, attractive. I mean, come on. She's, she's very snatched. It's dumb. Dad is a role model. Finesse is to smooth things out. Well, that just kind of is self-explanatory. That's like the definition there. Goals, G-O-A-L-S, a way of subtly expressing that you're jealous. Goals. I don't get it. Again, I don't get it. Here's an acronym, TBH. To be honest. TBH, to be honest. That's almost the same syllables, people. You're trying too hard. Squad. A group of friends. No. Really? Goat. We all know the goat. Well, we pretty much all know who the goat is, although no one wants to agree on it because not everybody loves the Patriots or Tom Brady, but come on. He's pretty much the greatest of all time. He's got a lot of rings, a lot of championships. Okay, it's not moving. Oh, there it goes. Yeet. A way to show excitement. Or to agree. Yeet. I kind of like yeet. People don't know what it is. And that's what I'm telling y'all. If you listen and you can remember three of these, I'll be amazed. Uh, if I can remember three of these, I'll be amazed. I'll remember thirsty and yeet. <laughs> Thirst trap. I didn't even realize. Thirst trap, a sexy photograph or flirtatious, flirtatious message posted on social media. A sexy photograph. That's a thirst trap. <laughs> thirst. Thinking of, speaking of thirst, it is time for our Arizona green tea break where I take a nice triple gulp of Arizona green tea on ice and wish they would answer my email and sponsor my show and send me a case of Arizona green tea every month. That was a four gulper. It didn't even go down the windpipe. All right. Wig snatched. Exposing someone to reveal the truth. I like that one. Ooh, you got your wig snatched. You got your wig snatched. <laughs> wig snatched. Okay, here's an acronym. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Wait, what was the other acronym? With the F. Oh, it's too high up here. I'm never going to find it. I'm going to find it, though. Jomo, joy of missing out. 
FOMO, fear of missing out. So you got JOMO and FOMO. Mm. Thick, T-H-I-C-C. Someone with curves. So why, why just, why C-C? Why not C-K? Fubbing, P-H-U-B-B-I-N-G. Snubbing someone to pay attention to your phone instead. So like if you're basically not wanting to talk to someone that's looking your way or coming your way and you're looking at your phone, you're fubbing. They're kind of making verbs out of these things. I don't know. It's, I mean, I guess it's a verb, but, you know, you've been fubbed. <laughs> Suh, a shortened version of what's up. Suh. <laughs> Dom. Blessed, feeling fortunate. Well, that's pre-millennial. Bounce, leave suddenly. Pre-millennial. Swole. Someone who works out. Pre-millennial, I think. I think Swoles was around before the millennials were uh, cutting the apron strings from their uh, mother and father's basement when they were 32. IRL in real life. <laughs> it's the same. That's the same amount of... Come on, man. Wait, wait. I need a... I need a sound bite of... Uh, Deion Sanders going, come on, man. IRL, in real life. It's it's the same. Uh, I, see, I, I, a minute ago, I should have had the word I wanted. Syllable. It's the same syllables. I mean, IRL, in real life. It takes the same amount of energy. TFW, that feeling when. Well, now, who uses that? I mean, it's not even a complete thought. That feeling when what? Can't even. Used to describe someone you can't handle. That's a pre-millennial. Mm, excuse me. Hangry. When you are angry because you are so hungry, which I kind of was this evening. I get that way. I knew a kid. I say kid because he was probably 12 years younger than me. When I lived on Folly Beach, who would get a? Uh, if he didn't eat, man, he would get snappy, man. He would, he would just tear into you and then apologize and say we need to go eat, and then we'd go to the Mexican place and and suck down a bunch of uh, margaritas on the rocks and eat Mexican food. It was good food too. That place, I can't think of the name of it. It was next to the. It was in James Island on on a. Uh, Folly Road, or whatever that road was called, the main road through James Island. And it was right next to the pawn shop where I got my uh, Washburn acoustic guitar for $200 that I still play. It sounds so good. Cray, crazy. Uh, that's, that was probably in uh, black slang in the 60s. Gucci, good, doing well, feeling fine. Hmm, yeah, I could see Gucci being something else too, though. S-M-H, shaking my head. I thought that was smack my head, but it's shaking my head. I guess millennials aren't violent enough to smack their own head, although they need to be smacked. Netflix and chill is hooking up. Hey, let's, oh, I get it. 
Hey, you want to uh, go watch some Netflix and chill, a.k.a. let's go Mac out on the couch, hook up. Boogie, B-O-U-G-I-E, someone from a higher class. Is that like short for bourgeois, boogie? Finna, going to, F-I-N-N-A, finna. Fitna, I thought that was fitna, fixna, fitna. GMT, getting me tight or upset. That's dumb. Canceled to reject something because it's no longer trendy or it's become too ratchet. <laughs> Canceled. That's basically something that's gone unnecessary old to these millennials. Now there was another another site that had a few more millennials and I don't know if they're going to have the same one. I bet they might have a couple that are different. And we're going to roll over those. And then maybe I'll uh, tangent out for a second. And then I'll cut it. It's lit, FOMO, ION. A lazy way of saying, I don't. Could also be used as an acronym for in other news. Used in sentence. I guess I should go to the gym today, but ION wanna. That's dumb. <laughs> Ship. A word used to express that you approve of a relationship. Often used to describe your opinion on a couple or a pair. Used in sentence, Hannah and Caleb are seriously the cutest couple from PLL. I totally shipped them. God, that is dumb, man. Here's Ghost, Low Key, High Key, Bay, V, TFW, Extra, RN right now. Fire. Similar to off the chain, off the hook, on fire. I mean, come on. But but here it says, that track was straight fire. I'll tell you what, millennials. You may think it's cool. You may think you're different. But you're so 1909, you don't even know. You don't even know. You're pre-flapper jazz age. Cool. You're, I mean, you're simpletons. It's, it's, it's sad. It's embarrassing. You're not contributing new ideas to society. You are old news. And you're supposed to be the new news. Now, it won't click. There it goes. Man, it's just embarrassing, These uh, this slang. You know, the old school slang was so much cooler. But I don't know, millennials, man. Maybe we should look up a little definition of millennial. Because they're also, you know, they show some pictures of millennials here. And they're all giving themselves, self, they're doing selfies. It, it's the me generation, and and the me generation we thought had already passed. We are truly in the me generation. I don't know what fleek means. Did I say fleek earlier? Who cares? Sorry, not sorry. That's old, man. That's an old one. Sipping or spilling the tea. It started with the meme with Kermit the Frog sipping tea. 
with the caption, but that's none of my business. And it basically means pretending not to notice when something crazy or salacious is happening. When you're spilling the tea, that usually signifies the gossip is being shared, and therefore the tea is a little more difficult to swallow. <laughs> Woke, swerve, salty. The struggle is real. Uh, yeah, for you millennials, the struggle is real to form a cumulative thought. I'm not even going to go any further on this because the, I'm just dumbing people down. Although older millennials got tired of being called millennials, so they invented a new name for themselves. If you were born between 1977 and 1983 and you don't feel like you belong in either Generation X or millennials, you are a zennial with an X. Right. Man. You guys don't even make sense. I mean, it's not hip. It's not funny. It, it doesn't make sense. I mean, if you're talking in your own language so other people don't know, congratulations. You have achieved your goal. But I'm going to go... Netflix and chill with myself <laughs> instead of continuing this travesty of a uh, oh man of an episode I'm trying to give you millennials a little airtime, a little shout out and instead I learned that you people need to learn what a thesaurus is but that's just where you go. That's just how it plays. I mean, how the next generation, Lord knows what they'll do from here. They'll probably won't want to be anything like, they'll probably be smart people that like know how to be normal and don't try to be individuals so much that all they do is look like they painted themselves red and stood on their head. Anyway, here we are. Closing out, supposedly the United States is starting to plane out in the coronavirus era of social distancing. Um, a custodian at my kid's school, the school where I graduated high school, he lost his wife to the coronavirus and most likely exacerbated an underlying issue that she had. And... Uh, the school set up a GoFundMe page and uh, sent sent the emails out to parents, you know, to take donations so they could uh, pay for the funeral costs of uh, the employee's wife. And they set an amount that they wanted. And before the day was two-thirds over, they opened it this morning, and by mid-afternoon, they had doubled the amount that they were trying to achieve, which is uh, fantastic. You know, if, if if you know me and know the school that I go that I went to and my kids go to, and you have school, you have kids that go to that school, or you went to the same school as me, be proud of our alumni and our kids' parents because they forked out a lot of dough today for this man who lost his wife to the coronavirus. And that's real. And that's truth. And that's love. And that's what we want. And that's what we want to spread, right? 
So my name's Harry, and this is Too True to Lie, and we wish to extend our hands out in a brotherly shake and say, Peace! Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Some jealous punk snuck up around the back, tried to take a loving over me. Oh!